And we're back. We're here for episode two of the Sock and Shock Pod. We are back. I'm Daniel Schaff. This is my boy Alan Sockoff. And we're back for episode two. We're back for episode two. Oh, it feels good, right? Now we have some intro music. Yeah, how cool is that? Yo, we made it. We made it. I guess we're, we're officially a real podcast now. We're on we're on Apple. We're on the iTunes store. Please check us out. Check on us out. Subscribe. Fi- leave us a review. If um you leave a five star review. You'll get a shout out. Get a shout out. Guaranteed shout out. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And trust me, we have plenty of time to shout plenty you of time out. To shout you out. Got nothing else going on. Yeah. Um, so we realized that some of our listeners might not know us so well, so we wanted to really go through who we are just for a little bit. Not too long. Don't worry. We'll get to the sports soon. Big sports week in the um, right behind us, and uh, big sports week coming up. Big sports week coming up. Um, so yeah, I'll start with me. Uh, Let's hear it, Daniel. Um, Give it to us, man. I got it. I'm Maryland, born and raised. Uh, I'm a freshman at the University of Maryland. Uh, my favorite sport is college hoops. Um, yes. I, I, I do have Guys, all sports, though. you heard that right. College hoops. College I hoops, know. baby. I know. So um, I think we just lost all of our listeners. We just lost all of our listeners. <laughs> yeah. I'll bring, bring it back. I'm a big New York sports fan. I love the Yankees. Okay, no, you just lost them even more. <laughs> and uh, in high school, I was a two-sport athlete, baseball and basketball, mm-hmm. and uh, throughout high school, all four years. And uh, I want I want the the listeners to get a sense of who I am. So here here's who I am. I'm the guy in your fantasy league who takes all the rookies way too early in the draft and then brags about <laughs> how good they're gonna be. And then like when they're actually really good, I never shut up about it. <laughs> so that's me. Now you understand my essence. You hit that's on all me. of them, or just like one out. This year I picked Donovan Mitchell in, in fantasy basketball way too early. Everyone's like, who's that? That's who he is. See? Uh, who did you pick last year? Who did I pick last? I don't, I, it started when I was really young. I would okay, always pack. Okay. I, I, I picked minor leaguers before in fantasy baseball. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. So, so that's me. And, and with that, folks, um, I'm Alan, born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. Freshman at the at the. Excuse me, there. I tried to go Ohio State. Yeah. The University of Maryland. I'm not sure if it works, but uh, I'll let you have it. Thank you, man. Yeah. Um, I love all sports, but I don't think there's anything that quite gets the job done like the Brownies on a Sunday. Yes, not Sunday night or Monday because we don't get primetime games. You gotta win to get primetime. Emphasize Sunday at 1. I feel like even in like West Coast, they have our games start at 1, <laughs> which is 10 a.m. their time, just to get the Browns out of that time zone as soon as possible. I'll see you guys well, in the Super Bowl next year. Um, no, no, no. Not the 4 o'clock games. If it was 1 here, it'd start at 10 there. Right. But they're normally like 4 o'clock Eastern. The Browns. Browns. Oh, okay. When they play. I got it. And guys, um... This, this, is the kind of, this is the kind of clarifications we do for ourselves. And no we stack guy. Oh, great time to pitch. We're looking for a stack we guy. We're looking for a stack guy. No, we're not. We have no we're money to pay not. anyone. Yeah, okay. All, if you want to work for free. <laughs> Please. That's all we're pay us. We'd love some. If you okay. want to pay us to work for us. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Okay. Um, so I'm a, in high school, I played high school basketball, soccer, baseball. Tri-sporter. Tri-sport athlete. No big deal. Okay. Um, and... I am that guy in fantasy that no one wants to trade with because they know they're getting the bad side of the deal. Shout out to my boys in Smelter. Um, okay, Shaw, what a weekend it was. Hey, um, well, what happened this weekend? Um, 
A Super Bowl. The Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl happened this week. What a game. It was an honor watching with you. It was an honor watching back with you. Back to back years we watched together. Yes. Um, and I hope, we hope that that continue in the long run. And Shaf, what, what are some of your reactions about the game? No one can play defense. <laughs> no one can play defense. Defense does not win championships, folks. Well, it does a little bit. I, mean, I guess like the Eagles one strip made one sack. defensive play. The Patriots made zero defensive plays, and the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, as a Giants fan, I was kind of disappointed, but I was going in. I knew I'd be disappointed. It's just weird for me to see the Eagles being on top. Right. Like to me, they're the classic divisional, like divisional game mm -hmm. team. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they'll be playing against like the Falcons, which mm -hmm. they did this year, but like lose in a heartbreaker, like in the. And like, and then not get to the NFC Championship game. That's yeah. the Eagles for me. And it must have been tough because, like, until now, the Giants were the only team to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowls. That is true. Yeah. No, no. Well, Early 2000s? The, the, Brady, the Brady Super Bowl teams. The they, Brady Super Bowl the teams. The Niners beat them a while ago. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Um, and I have a reason. And, Shaf, you uh, mentioned how you're talking about the Giants-Eagles rivalry, mm -hmm. and it just made me think of how it's funny in Cleveland. We feel like Brown Steelers is a rivalry, but I guarantee you there's not one Steelers fan that thinks that. I don't way. think they like you. But I, I think I, they like us a lot. They can say that their starting quarterback has the most wins in our home stadium since 99. More than any starting. Do you realize how sad that is? Roethlisberger sad. comes in once a year. And he once a year. Every single year. How about every? I, don't know, but I, I mean, he has. Okay, that's enough Browns for now. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to get frustrated. It's supposed to be fun. Um, <laughs> so, a big part of the Super Bowl is the com are the commercials. Yeah. I enjoyed them this year. As a mm -hmm. Giants fan, I was partly embarrassed by the uh, the Odell and Eli. Dude, that was awesome. It was that's awesome. What it's all but, about. But here's the, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. We are, we are a three and thirteen football team, right? Well, we're zero and sixteen. Right, but we're forgot. a three and thirteen football team, and we're dancing during the Super Bowl. We were, at the beginning of the year, Bleacher Report ranked us the second best team in their power rankings. Are you serious? Serious. It's behind the Patriots, before the season started. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, you guys had a great receiver. We had a court. great offseason. I mean, we had a lot of injuries, like, but we have problems we have to fix, and we're out there doing a dirty dancing ad. <laughs> I mean, at the same time, it was hilarious. I, I thought it. it was awesome. I thought it was awesome, and Eli... Hey, Shaw. It's, Props to Eli for that. That was impressive. Like, yeah, I didn't know he could move like that. I don't know if like that's that. in his comfort zone. I don't know. I don't know if he can move like that. I mean... Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I don't why why can't you see him step like that in the pocket? I don't know. <laughs> I knew Odell could do that, but I did not know Eli could do that. And um, but I can make the argument though. At the end of the day, when teams are having a tough season, it's not a bad idea to pick up the vibes a little, shoot yeah. a little commercial dancing. I hear that. Oh, uh, maybe. Maybe that. Think about Cavs. Should the Cavs? Should the, the Cavs definitely commercial, should dirty dancing commercial, Cavs. Kevin Love, LeBron, and Isaiah. And Chetty Osman. Okay, Chetty as we were saying, commercials. Yeah, my, my, my favorite, I really like the Tide ads. Uh -huh. Those were so clever. Really, really well done. Like, it's, it's a Tide ad. It was, it was really good. We, we were talking in one of my classes today. Yes, we don't just pot all day. We go to class. Yeah, you know, yeah. school comes first. Um, hey, kids. Mom, in school. I went to class. Be proud of me, okay? Um, <laughs> and um, so, what was I saying? Okay, we were saying in class today how, like, Tide... Uh-oh, here we go into business stuff. We'll keep this short and sweet, okay? I like it. Um, that Tide 
their commercials were so effective because you were thinking if every commercial was going to be a Tide commercial because they kept on throwing the curveballs. Right. Isn't that really cool? So you're always thinking about Tide. Right. So, like, not only did they – that's very good bang for your buck. They needed something good this year because otherwise all you think about when you hear Tide is people eating Tide Pods. And I know Oof. that's a little bit of a heavy subject, but at the same time, it's the, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. So, I feel Kids, like, guys, stay smart. Kids, don't – or anyone, don't don't eat Tide Pods. They're, they're not food. They don't look like food at all. So, I don't see where the confusion have, comes have from. Have an apple. Have an apple. Have, apple. have a candy bar. Have candy a, bars aren't great for you, but it's on. not poison. Okay. Yeah, that was a little PSA from the <laughs> Pod. Um, so with the with the season coming to a close, yeah. it's time to look ahead to the draft. And um, our what, team what do you mean? Play- I've been looking forward to the draft in September. Uh, I know, but you know, you, you're watching playoff football. You're you're into it. You know, you're not always okay. thinking about who, who who's going to be the future. Okay, you don't know Browns fans, but go I, I know, but this but this is one of my first like the, one of the years for me where it's the, yeah, it's where exciting. The top the draft. It's exciting. So the Giants have the second pick. Browns have the first pick, of course, and the fourth pick. Uh-huh. And what is it, 33 and 35, in a pick know. in the 60s? Yeah, again, we don't have a stat guy. So, um, if anyone wants to be a stat guy, please, please reach out so, or sponsor. Oh, oh, sponsor? A sponsor? Wait, did. We don't have a. We have, we have a sponsor, we have a sponsor, folks. We'd love to give a special shout out to our first sponsor, Sovi. Yes, what is Sovi? Don't worry, you might not know it now, but you'll know it soon. Sovi is where good players become great professionals. Yes, you heard it. Sovi is a growing, budding sports agency growing coming out budding. of Cleveland. Yeah, you heard me. i got to show my vocabulary <laughs> yeah. a little. At Stephen A., friend of the show. Please call him, please. Um, and... Um, We'd like to thank our friends at Sovi for being great sponsors for us. Mm-hmm. And everyone watch out because they're coming, doing big things. And I hear they're looking to make some big moves this offseason. I hear that. I hear really that. getting into the yeah. Um, yeah. sports agency market. Right. And, yeah, thank you. And thank you to Sovi. With that, we're going to take a quick break, folks. We'll be back. And we're back. Thank you for sharing with us during that break, which undoubtedly you would not have to wait for because this is a podcast. Um, so we got you. We, we're looking out for you. Yeah, we understand. We understand it. We understand the podcast game. We're, we're one of the people. We're, yeah, we're one of you guys. We're really not. We're on this side like, of the mic, but we're also on the other side yeah. of the mic with the speaker. So we were talking about the, the NFL draft. And, yes, uh, sir. The first pick, Alan, I'll give you the first pick in, in, in talking about the NFL draft okay. Browns. So um, I want to step back a little bit. I mentioned in the first podcast about just how grateful we are to have John Dorsey. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically the one thing I want to throw out there, and please, everyone, we're launching a Twitter page soon, right? We Hopefully. Yeah. Um, don't be afraid to engage in conversations yeah. on the Twitter page. And talk about anything you want. Yeah. Math homework questions. Even anything. if we're not answering, just have a conversation amongst yourselves. Yeah. Because um, that's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. And so basically I want to talk about real quick how with the Browns having so many assets in this draft, yes, a quarterback is so important. But I just want to talk about how you see in this year's playoffs, it's not the only thing. It's not. At the end of the day, like just looking at the teams that made the playoffs, you had an all respect to all of these guys. They throw a better ball than I Ever will. Um, And so you got Blake Bortles of the Jaguars. You got Case Keenum on the Vikings. You got. Hey, Case is a stud. Okay, from when he was back back when he was at Houston. The Houston Cougars. Is that back in college? Back in college. Shop, it's not fantasy right now, okay? You can't talk about your back in college, guys. Okay, just trying to show off your knowledge. Um, Yeah, a little bit. 
And um, you had Nick Foles, obviously. You got um, Tyrod Taylor in there. I know they were very quick. Um, to get out of there, but he was there for a minute, and yeah, I guess Mariota, we could debate about that, but yeah, I agree, Uh, but basically just saying that the best teams, you didn't need to have a great quarterback, what you needed to have, I know these guys got criticism a lot, but you need the game manager in today's NFL, surround the game manager with talent, and you will see how... um, and you will see that your team will be good. And with the Browns having so many top picks, I think it's very important for them to keep in mind. Think about adding talent. And all I'm saying, we have so much cap space, right? Mm-hmm. You get uh, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. And then you had five studs. Five Five studs. I got pumped just thinking about it. I think that'd be great. But really, I know Kirk's going to be very expensive. That's why I wanted Alex Smith so bad. I think yeah. he would have been the perfect guy. And I think they gave him, again, we don't have stack guys, so we don't know the exact contract. Oh, what is it? Four years, $94 million. Yeah. They just spent so much money on him, showing that the game manager is what it's all about today. And I, I think I, I'd argue Alex Smith is a little bit better than a game manager, but I don't know. He, I agree with you, but I think he's gotten that that rap. Well, of course. Is that what it's called, rap? Yeah, that, that reputation. Yeah. Reputation. Rap. Rap. rap my rap. bad. Hey, if anyone wants to be our PR rap? Yeah, we're, we're still learning. Shout out to Sylvie. Oh, by the way, um, we added a producer this past week, didn't we? We did. We did. We're his shout, producer. Shout out to producer Jared, who, <laughs> who's, who's not here right now. But he'll, we're, we're, he'll great, we're grateful for the enthusiasm. Yeah, he's helping he's helping out with, kind of, with some more of the behind-the-scenes stuff. And, from, um, and we... We couldn't be more appreciative. And Shoff, um, yeah. what do you want the Giants to do? I want Saquon. I want okay. Saquon Barkley. I want a guy who runs a four three forty and can squat six hundred pounds. I want a guy who hurdles defenders, gets hit in midair, Wait, we... lands, and continues running. Okay. That's what I want. And there's only one guy who I know who can do that. Don Terry Poe. No. Oh. <laughs> And anyone check out that Poe video? You got a touchdown, right? He, did, like he, a, got, he does a passing touchdown. That's a big boy that can run. Yeah, it was a passing touchdown. I know. He, he threw it? Yeah, he threw it. He oh, popped like, up. Oh, right. Great play. Okay. Yeah, and um, but yeah, I want Saquon Barkley. There's only one guy who can, who can do all those things, and that's Saquon. And, and real quick, to get your thoughts out there. You want Eli Manning to be the guy? I want Eli Manning to be the guy this year. Because I'm not, I'm not in love with any of the quarterbacks. <sighs> Obviously, much respect to Josh Rosen, Josh Mm -hmm. Allen, and Sam Darnold, and of course Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson. But I'm not—I don't know if we—if I want to put our future into any of those guys. I feel like we can wait another year or two to get the guy who we really want. Mm Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. So I feel like yeah, you can't pass up on a a generational talent like Saquon Barkley. And also, just um, thank you for that, Shaw. I just wanted to. Give a quick shout-out to Doug Peterson. What a coaching job. By the way, that trick play, that yeah. was Nick Foles. I saw it. Guys, was, check out Nick Foles. One of, one of the greatest plays I've ever seen. And also wanted to give a quick shout-out to one of our role models, Colin Coward, who basically said they didn't win the, the Super Bowl in Minnesota, but rather in a meeting room in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Basically meaning that, well, one then that game was the game plan. And... The way that he coached the game was unbelievable. Pedal to the metal. Pedal to the metal. And, and relentless. Like, I think one critical point of the playoffs was when um, the Jaguars got the ball against the Patriots in the AFC Championship mm-hmm. game with a minute left in the half. They took a knee, took him to the locker room, right? If I recall correctly. And I, I obviously, the Jags weren't in that situation, but it looked like. The Eagles saw that 
and basically said, we need to pedal to the metal the whole game. Any time that we touch the ball, we got to take it to the end zone. No and, and, they, and they did, basically every time. And they ultimately did. Did you see the guy who tattooed um, the play call, Nick Foles' play that's call on his that arm? That's me up. That's, that's awesome stuff. Like, uh, he has the whole route with the options on it. Oh, like, it was dotted so... lines. It's really cool. Shout out to that guy. If he wants to call in, whoever that is, who? Um, I don't know who it is. But Who's it's what? The guy with the tattoo on his Oh, Nick yeah. Foles. If Nick Foles wants to call <laughs> anyone in. Anyone with a tattoo. If anyone with if anything. Any, anyone. Call, any, anyone call in. call in. That'd be Shock, awesome. Shock, we give him a number. We don't have a number. Okay, we'll work on that. Yeah, Again, we'll funds that. are so short. Shout out to Sovi. Yeah. If you figure out a way to get onto our pod somehow, we're all ears. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Okay. Um, Alan. Yeah. I, I understand that Tom Brady has now lost three Super Bowls. Is is he still the GOAT? Shoff, I think we both know the answer to this. The answer is yes, he is still the GOAT. The answer is yes, he is still but the GOAT. But what if he wasn't the GOAT? It's time for our new segment called Horns oh, yeah. Up. One thing that we do. Wait, is, let's explain. Oh, you're explaining I, I, Horns I Up? It. Okay, good. Okay, okay good, still good, working good. on that chemistry. Hey, that's okay. Um, we're rookies. We're rookies. Um, still have better chemistry than the Cavs. Oh! Um, Woo! We care about our listeners a lot, and um, we heard some feedback that they want to hear a little bit more debate between us. And yeah. Shaf and I, good guys, um, we like to think so at least. Yeah. Um, and if you think so, let us know. Please. Um, and we think it's very important that we engage in debates, mm-hmm. even if we both agree on it. So in yeah. this segment in Horns Up, we both agree that Tom Brady is the GOAT, but Shaf is going to take the side and argue why he isn't. And I'm going to say the obvious answer of why he is. And we'll see right. how this goes. Right. Shaf, what are your thoughts? There's, Why isn't Tom Brady the GOAT? There are so many great quarterbacks out there, and we say that Brady is this great Super Bowl champion, but let's go through the Super Bowls, okay? Okay. Shall we? We'll, we'll work backwards. He just lost this one, right? This year. Last year. After a 500-yard performance. 500-yard performance, yes, 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 yes. But he lost. So. Okay, but at the end of the day when he's... Okay, fine. Okay. He scored so many points. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay fine. Didn't get the job done. Got it. 0-1. We go back to last year against the Falcons. Right? Yeah. 28 to 3, they're down. Obviously, improbable comeback, but if the ball doesn't bounce perfectly in the Julian Edelman's hands, oh, here. If, if, the, if, if the Falcons just run the ball instead of taking that bad sack, that's two losses right there. Okay. The one before that, they uh, beat the Seahawks. If they just gave the ball to Marshawn, that's another loss. Right? Uh huh. Two losses to my Giants. Shout out to Jay Alford. Yeah. Who? Jay Alford. Who? That defensive tackle with that big sack in the last minute of the game. Who? Everyone talks about O.C. Mignola and all those guys, but no, know. it's all about Jay Alford. Um, and like the earlier ones where he, he, there were very close games. Could have easily lost to the Rams. Who else did they play? Do you remember that? Could have easily lost to the Eagles. Is before my time of being able to really follow things, yeah, but I, I do know that it came down to the last, to, to a field goal. Okay. So, though he didn't dominate in those games, he's a great quarterback, but is he the greatest? I don't know. And also, if you look at the regular season stats of Peyton Manning. Regular season. Yeah, regular season. I'm saying, but I just said about Tom Brady's playoff record. Very close. Very close to being what? One, one in seven? Very close. Two and six? One thing we do in sports is we award guys that are clutch in the biggest moments. Again, we don't so have So why stats. we talk about Brady and not talk about Edelman and not talk about Venetary? I mean, we talk about him, but why is it all Because these guys Brady? come. What's the constant piece? 
What? Like, well, they have fantasy points on those. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the comment? Come on, Shuff, you. Any guy that they put in that system is the Julian Edelman. Wes Welker, Danny Amendola, Those guys are Chris players. Hogan. Chris Hogan gets open all the time. Yeah, they're great. Hogan open. That rhymes. They 7 11. Oh, okay, Daniel. Um, I think the most important thing is, is okay, they're the arguments that Brady's a system guy, okay? Maybe you can make those arguments for the f however many first couple Super Bowls. But the past few years, it is unbelievable how many guys they have making plays that really didn't do anything in their career before they came. Mm -hmm. All due respect to all of these guys, but Brady has single-handedly turned these guys into stars. Most great quarterbacks have... He's great. I'm just saying he's not the greatest. What quarterback have you ever seen turn every single player around them into greatness? Rex Burkhead, Deion Lewis, James White. Rex Burkhead of Nebraska University. Okay. He's stop, a great player. Stop showing off, Shaf. As a Browns fan, he was actually pretty solid yeah, on he was pretty the good. Bengals. He's a pretty good player. Right, Bengals? The thing is, Brady's great. I'm not saying he's not great. I'm just saying, is he indisputably the greatest yeah. of all time? He has the most Super Bowls of all time. Okay. Yeah. So? So what? He's the most winning. Is winningest a word? I don't know. He's the most winning quarterback. Joe Montana has, is what, four for, is he 4 0, 4 for 5? Brady, every single year, takes his team right there. What's that stat? That there's a better chance of Tom Brady making the Super Bowl than Steph Curry hitting a three? Yeah, but how many Super Bowls has he won without Bill Belichick? Zero. Zero. So what are you saying? That it's just his coach? I'm just saying that he's great, but how what did they do? What did they do that year with Matt Castle? 11-5. Yeah, what did they do in the playoffs? Not as much. Okay. They're still a great team, though. Here's the thing. If you look at um, the most fourth-quarter game-winning drives, Peyton Manning has the most of all time with 56. Tom Brady yeah, you know why he has the most of all time? Why? Because his teams at the end of his career sucked. So he had to bring him back? More like one year. Um, yeah! We get here with 55 touchdowns shot. in the last three years. Okay, I know, but I'm saying it's last season. Last call. Uh, Peyton Manning changed is... the way the quarterback position was played with how... Oh, with, with the intel, with the with the amount of intellect he brought to the game. Okay, Shaf, I think it's time we declare a winner here. Who's the winner? Um, we'll take a vote. I got to give this one to Daniel. <laughs> I will take it. And here's the thing: I actually agree with Alan. I do think Tom Brady's the better. I think just Shaf's the better debater. I, I think I think it was it's very easy to play devil's advocate, which is why we call it horns up because yeah, my devils, bad. according to according to the. Uh, I might their, not. Their narrative, I might do have horns. <laughs> so that that's kind of the inspiration for the name. That's why it's called Horns Up. Ooh. I don't know if I um, ever. Um, what's it called? I don't know if I can explain why Brady's goat, but what I can definitely do is explain why the Browns will be in the Super Bowl. Okay, Alan, get out of your dreams. Okay. Um, just wanted to give a quick um, um, insight Up into update. what happened in the studio. Oh, a moment yeah. ago, Alan spilled some ice. Yeah, ice, um, ice on the table. And Schaff tried to throw it into my cup to get back in, and let's just say it rimmed out. Yeah, but that's Schaff, okay. you got to work on your skills. Bro. I know. I know. Okay. Okay, so... Speaking of basketball... Yeah, so we're going to do something um, pretty much every week, if it's applicable. We're going to do what we call the Ball is Life segment, where we discuss the Ball Brothers and uh, our thoughts on them.
I know you people are probably tired of hearing about the Ball Brothers all the time. I'm not. I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious also. That's why I want to talk about it. <laughs> so this is from uh, Bleacher Report. They report that uh, – I get it. They're reporting from the bleachers. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're reporting from the b- – The Bleacher Report. Okay. Whoa. Okay, so um, they, the, the, the Angelo and the Meadow combined for 44 points – Against as, as a v, v, Vitautis Prenu. Okay, wait, breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. We got to check the Cavs score. I was watching the game earlier, and we were doing great, but I just got an update Uh-oh. that it's not going well. well oh, only, my God. They're, they're only down 16 to the Magic. They're, they, they've been outscored 16 to 3 in the Shoff, first quarter right now. They were up by, like, 19 in the first half. Hey, but the thing is, your team is falling apart because they. I'd, I'd like. I'd like to think my um, third quarter forty-one twenty-two Orlando. Orlando right now would get the is uh, the, the favorite to get the number no. one pick. I'd love to thank all my inside source why, why for um, reaching out to me. Yeah. Um. Again, we don't disclose our sources. Why? Why don't they? Why are they not giving? I don't know. I couldn't find it so either. Weird. Okay. Um. And we're gonna take another quick break. See all you guys right. very soon. <laughs> We're back after the break. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Alan, yeah. do you feel like you need to continue with the ball uh, segment? Because we got into the Cavs a little bit. Yeah, and, I think okay, we Okay, they, they, they play for a Lithuanian what? team against the Lithuanian competition. <laughs> and oh, Shout out to Z. Um, Z? Zetrinus Ilgowski. Oh, Big Z. He was from, he's from Lithuania? Sure, hope so, because I just went on the pod saying yeah, I think so. Um, but basically, yeah, any of our listeners, let us know if you want to hear more about the Ball Brothers. If not, that's Wait fine. one second. Let's listen to see if they have anything to say, listeners. Okay, so um, to the Cavs. Shaf, what are, what are your thoughts? That's unbelievable. I was watching them, and they looked good. What happened? You're right. Big Z is from Lithuania. I know. This is why. This is why Alan gets the big bucks. This is why he gets to go on air every week and just you know produce great content. Obviously, he knows his stuff. Obviously. All right, Cavs. What are your thoughts? They're a mess, and 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 I don't know if you're going to hear this, but it's it it does start with LeBron. What does that mean? Here's here's what I mean. I don't mean that it's his fault. I like LeBron a lot. He's he's. The t- a top three player of all time. Just I'm, wow. just saying, I'm just saying to avoid argument because like I, th- I think that's pretty clear right now. Top three? What do you think? Top two? I'm just saying top three to avoid any. Kind no, of- I'm disrespected. Right now, right now, I I need to take a minute break. You take a minute break? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'm gonna talk for a little bit. Hello, listeners. Um, top three? Here's the thing. I want to talk about the situation right now. How many teams have went to however many finals in a row? I know you're going to say it was James Jones, just like you pulled the Belichick card. No, I was going to say that. I'm, I'm, all I'm saying is... Okay, let's move on for another time. Honestly, I think LeBron's number two behind Jordan. But that's not what we're because talking about here. Because you watch Jordan so much. No, I just have respect for those who came before. I'm I'll, not so quick to dismiss the past. I'll just say, I, I think at the end of the day, we never saw Jordan night in, night out, so we can't even have this debate, but right. I just feel I'm not. Uh, I don't want to have the debate right now. I feel the need to. It's not to the time for it. Right now, we're talking about the current. LeBron, I got you. You're welcome on the pod anytime. And, I, I got and you shout too. out LeBron if you need um, some agents. Yeah. Rich Paul's the man, though, so no need to move around. But um, If that doesn't work out, Sovi. Shout out you to Sovi, where great players become. Oh, thank you. We're Shout good out to players. Sobe, we're good players become great professionals. I'll get it done, Sovi. Hey. You know we got you. 
Alright, what, so, what were you saying? It starts with LeBron. It starts with LeBron, not because of LeBron himself, but just because of the pressure and the expectation LeBron brings. Okay. I'm explain that. Anytime there's a... There, there, when, when, there, when everything's going well, it's flying because you have LeBron in your team and everything clicks. But LeBron's such a great player who brings so much expectation that if there's a little bit of a break... If you if, if you if you cut Drago for that little ro- little Rocky Four, Drago cut Ivan Drago. Oh, cut it! Yeah, cut it! No, no, not cut the eye. Like if, if, if you had caused him to bleed. Oh. Then What's like, that scene where like my dad loves it? That's where like, they, like Rocky says to cut. Look, the cut eye. it, cut, cut it. Is what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, my dad loves that. So <laughs> when 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 there's yeah. that break, when you make them bleed. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> It just falls so fast because the world comes crashing in on them. And I just don't think the team around him is that good. I mean, it's not because of LeBron. The play is not because of LeBron. LeBron's great. Mm-hmm. The, the, the reason why they're falling apart on the court is because they have a lot of one-dimensional players. JR can only shoot, really. And that's all he does. He started off so like tries to four do. for four. He was hot. Right, but it, go, think, it ebbs and flows. It ebbs and flows. Isaiah Thomas is still coming back from injury, and he's a one-sided player, only on the offensive side of the ball. Right. He's not that okay. great of a facilitator. What do you think they should do at the deadline? I think they need to get a – I think DeAndre Jordan would help them out. I wouldn't be surprised if they get him. And they, they just need – I think they need to add another weapon, another guy on the perimeter. I'm not saying Gary Harris, but a guy like Gary Harris. Jeff Green was one of the best acquisitions we've had And that's, say, that's saying something because right. – Jeff Green's fine, but he's not doing it for you guys. And the, the reason why you guys aren't winning, everyone's shocked. I know you guys have LeBron, and LeBron's amazing, but you need a few other guys to do something. And you need role players. You need role what? players who, do, who don't just play one role, mm-hmm. who can do a lot of things. They have one guy on the team who can do a lot of things. That's LeBron. He does them the best better than we've ever seen. I think but the problem is there's no one else like that on the team. Chetty. I just don't know if he gets the time. I don't Chetty think Chetty Osman. Osman. Shout out to Chetty Osman. Ch- Chetty, you... We will try to learn Turkish to have you on the pod. Okay. Too far. I won't do that. Alan, as a, as a Cavs fan from day one, yeah. what are your thoughts on this match? It's, it's, it really is a mess. Yeah. Um, I think, first of all, it's a little bit disappointing from the sense of... Um, we have we have had the ability to do something very very special, which we have done. Um, but I think we could have continued to do it for a while. Meaning, mm-hmm. with the amount of talent we had and assets, I feel like we could have found a way to really set us up for a long time. And I feel like we have not done that. And I think the most important guiding question is is what what's going to happen with LeBron this offseason? Right. And I think that needs to. Um, I think that needs to be the deciding factor where you go in the deadline. Right. right. Um, a question for you. Yeah. Do you think the struggles can be chalked up more to on the court stuff or mm-hmm. off the court chemistry issues? Um, I think it's it's a mixture. I right. think at the end of the day, like being a Browns fan, sadly, um, there people say again we don't know, um, but there's a lot of dysfunction. And whenever a report today, right, with LeBron. Having some yeah. uh, a, a little bit of a chaos, a, a little bit of a discussion with uh, some execs, right. and I think again, not LeBron's fault, but it's the type of thing. At the end of the day, you need you look at the Patriots, consistency, class, mm-hmm. all the time, and and the top organizations, Golden State, everyone talks about the way they do things, the and winning culture, the winning culture, and this seems like there's a lot of games, a lot of 
lot of personalities going on. And I think, again, I don't know, but I feel like LeBron's big frustration is he just wants to go out there and ball. Mm-hmm. And there's so much going on. And I think the underlying issue with LeBron and management might be LeBron wants to go ball and they're not giving him the pieces that he wants to do so. And right. there was a report that um, LeBron didn't want Kyrie to get traded at all. He said to keep him. Another report. LeBron had um, Jamal Crawford recruited, ready to come this offseason. Or last, um, this offseason, off I season. think it was. You, yeah. You went to and this they went um, with Chetty instead. Obviously, as a Chetty fan, I'm ecstatic about it. But being a little bit realistic, um, Crawford's a great piece to have on a team. Like, especially what we have bench, now, six or seventh guy, and just get buckets. And it's you, you get the tension's almost palpable. Yes, big word by Allen. Would you say at it's Stephen tangible? A? What would you say it's also tangible? It's tangible. You can it's yeah, you can feel it. Shock. Look at us. We got to become English majors. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe shout out to uh, UMD for our education yeah. and our high schools and everyone that helped us come to yeah. this point. Yeah, everyone who helped us get to this point. Yeah. Um, and basically, I think at the end of the day, I'm letting thanks to Dan Gilbert so much. Just the ability, how much money he has spent on this team, unbelievable. And I'm so grateful for it, and especially for the chip in 2016. He gave the Clevelanders a week, a month, a journey of our lives that we will never forget. And it was such a special time to spend with family and friends in our community. And um, But I think at the end of the day, people joke that LeBron's the GM. I don't know if he is. But I think in this situation, you need to let him be. I think we owe it to LeBron. At the end of the day, the, one, the best player of our generation. We can agree on that for yes. sure. He decided to come back to Cleveland, Ohio, to deliver us on a mission, on a promise, and he did it. Mm-hmm. And I think if LeBron says, I'm leaving, we can ask him, ownership, let's trade him. Uh, LeBron, will you uh, remove the no trade costs so we can get some assets for you? Or if LeBron says, I'm staying, okay, we'll talk about trading the Brooklyn pick. Right. And um but even if LeBron says I want to wait till after the season, we owe it to LeBron to make moves to give him the ability to compete. Meaning I think you still got to look out for yourself. Hold on to the Brooklyn pick maybe. But I would definitely argue trading our first rounder. Um that's going to be in the late 20s and maybe um, not. at this okay. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe hopefully not lottery. But um or some of our younger guys, their expiring contracts. I know Chetty's young, but I like him a lot. But at the end of the day, you do what you got to do. And I think adding a guy like um, George Hill, looking to bring in a Kemba Walker for maybe um, an Isaiah Thomas. I don't think you're going to flip Isaiah right now. Why? You don't think anyone will take him? No, I just don't think. It, it just They just got him. Okay. I, but I, I, think, I, think, the... I think LeBron started getting mad where they didn't get Bledsoe. Okay. He wanted Bledsoe. Or the Paul George trade, or the, right? And the Paul George. Paul George Mello. Right. So when those things fell through and he felt like he wasn't being I, heard, that's when things started to sour. Yeah. And, and my approach is let LeBron make the move. Um, so, Shaw, um, we mentioned the Brooklyn pick earlier. Mm-hmm. And why don't you talk about for our fans a little bit um, – what, as we mentioned, Shaw's a big uh, college basketball guy. Why don't you talk about what this draft is looking like and what the value of a, a Brooklyn pick could be like? Right. Well, this class is pre- pretty deep and pretty top-heavy. And by that, I mean the guys at the top are, are very strong. You could have there, – there are like a possibility of seven or eight guys who could really change a franchise. Really? Really. Wow. And right now, if, if my stats are right, the Nets – 
are the fourth worst team in the East, and they would also be like they'd be the fifth worst team in the West. I think so, it'd be like, the eighth pick or something. The eighth or ninth pick, but you never know with the lottery. Right. But and also it's a few games. They they're not very far out from the one slot. Uh-huh. So that pick is very valuable. You have guys out there. Obviously, if you follow college basketball at all, you've heard of Trey Young. I don't. Do you, oh, I know Trey Young. Young. I know Trey. Trey Young's putting up close to thirty points and ten assists per game. We've never seen this kind of production it's in college crazy. basketball. It's and, crazy. And when people forget, shorter games. Shorter games, and you know he's not. He, he, Oklahoma's pretty good, but they're not a stacked team for his stuff. So he's getting those ten assists. He's getting the guys really open, mm-hmm. and he draws a lot. He draws the best from every defense. And you and, love to see the unselfishness, right? And he he's not even the top guy. The top guy really? and for most people is a guy named DeAndre Aiden. Okay, where does he go to school? He goes to the University of Arizona. Mm-hmm. This guy is a man. He's 18 years old, but he's a man. He's, so he's 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 younger our than age. Us? He's younger than us. Makes me uncomfortable. And he's let's just say he works out a little more than we do. And he's also so, seven one. I know I've put on a couple LBs, but come on, man. You, you, want, you, want, you want to see a picture of DeAndre Aiden? You don't have to give me a. Do you want, do you want to see a picture? A of shot on the pod, yeah, I do. Sorry, we're just doing a quick search here. Ready? Hopefully, one day we'll be like Facebook Live or vlog. Where's the crazy? Here, here it is. Alan, look at that man. Oh my God. Would you like to have him on your roster, Alan? What if I told you he can only dunk? Would you still want him? All I see is a Browns T lineman. Yeah. Um, he shoots threes, Alan. He has a refined movement. Right, guys, check this guy out. DeAndre, DeAndre Aiden. A- Aiden? A-Y-T-O-N? Yes. Um, and also, uh, um, out of Europe, possibly the best European prospect ever, 6'8 point guard Luka Doncic. Where does he play? He plays for Real Madrid. Oh, him and Ronaldo are teammates? Yeah, no. Basketball oh. Real Madrid. And what? uh yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. He is I think he was one of the league leaders in scoring. He's eighteen years old. He's playing against twenty like guys in their thirties. Pros for veterans, and he's crushing them. Wow. Shoots the three well. And regardless running offense, great in the pick and roll. And regardless of what people have to say about European basketball, at the end of the day he's playing against grown men. He's playing against grown men, he's eighteen years old. Wow. Also, you have, of course, you have Marvin Bagley, the uh-huh. star at Duke. I, I've seen him a little bit. He looks great. He's had, I think, four games of 30 points and 15 boards at least, including a— What was that? Four. 30 points and 15 rebounds. Oh, my. He had a 31-22 game earlier in the year. So crazy stuff. So it's pretty—this um, class is pretty stacked. Um, and, and we got— um, I left out a few guys, but— l- Let's just mention um, just Michael Porter, Porter Jr., Michael right? Michael Porter Jr., coming out of high school— He, he was, was the number one ranked guy. Be, before— Bagley reclassified. Uh-huh. Uh, Porter was the number one guy. And then uh, this year he hasn't really played. He has a back injury. Uh, a back injury. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a red flag, but he seems to be recovering pretty well. And he's so skilled. He's a 6'10". He, has, he, went, he actually went MVP of Steph Curry's, um, the Steph Curry's select camp. When he was Steph Curry MVP means nothing. It means a lot, actually, because it's what? a camp for point guards. Oh, and he play, he's six ten. I know, but I was just taking a shot at stuff. I understand. Not, not. <laughs> I understand, but he's six ten, and he won the point guard camp. He shoots the three. Wow. He's one of the best. He, he was one of the best shooters coming out of high school, and he, he he's got a great handle, and, and he can really so, he can change a team. And people aren't really talking about yeah. him because he hasn't played. Is so, it like, what do you call him? Like a Ben Simmons type of guy? I would call him. The only real I, I, this may sound a little bit. Out there, apprehensive. I don't even know what that means, but I may, feel like maybe it, works. it might be apprehensive. Whatever that means. Okay. But 
<laughs> we'll check it out. I, we'll check it out. That's why we need a stat guy. But he reminds me of Kevin Durant a little bit. And I don't mean that he's necessarily on the same level as Kevin Durant, but his skill set, the way, how smooth he is with the ball, and how quickly he gets into a shot. I don't think apprehensive. Was... Apprehensive means anxious or fearful. There's something bad or unpleasant. It, 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 we misused that. We're sorry. <laughs> it wasn't a we. It was a um, me. But yeah, thank you for bearing with me. That was a little bit of college basketball draft report. No. Alan. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's uh, almost time for the end of the pod. What? I know. Come on, man. It, it's, not, it's, it's the end. We only have a few minutes left. But Just before we go, we got. yeah, before we go, we want to give a quick shout out to our uh, amazing graphic designer who uh, made our new logo, which uh, we like to call the new logo. <laughs> and creative name. We're creative people. He he drew it out and then he um digit digitized it, digitized, sure, digitalized it, and it's really cool. If uh, if you're listening to listening to the pod, you probably you probably saw it already. Either mm-hmm. uh, on iTunes, please subscribe, give us some reviews, and um you get a shout out, five star shout review, out. five star review, you get a shout out, four star review, we'll say your initials. No, four star, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. Yeah, one star, we'll find a way to get that off. Can we no? Yeah. Please don't give us. Don't a one give us a star. one star. If you're listening to the whole thing and then you give us a one star, just tell us first. Like, just talk to us and we'll try. Dude, to, we'll we try put to in better. so much. It's ridiculous how much work we put in. Please don't like, break our so hearts. So much. Like people would like, whatever. Let's so the name, yeah. the name of our amazing graphic designer is Alex Gelman, good friend of ours. Gelman friend designs. Of Gelman designs. Gelman Graffin. Graffin. Gelman Graphics. Gelman Graphics. If you want something, if you want him to make you something. Let us know, and we'll let him know. We have our way of getting in touch with him. Yeah. And um, if he doesn't want to make you something, we'll make you something. And but you don't want that. Trust yeah, me. But, but if you do, we'll We can make come you, up with some jokes. We'll make you something. We'll write, we'll write like, part of our pod on it. It'll be a great, be a great <laughs> giveaway. <laughs> we'll sign it. We'll sign it, yeah. Probably takes down the value Probably of that paper. Alert, the, the paper was worth more. Like, <laughs> we'll like try and recycle it, but the recycling bin will like hand you know, it you know, back like to us. Like, we, we don't want it's like this. depreciation. They said, you know what I'm saying? Another commercial? No, no. Another commercial? Okay. Maybe a little. Maybe. Um, if I don't, that's okay. That's okay. Okay, let's get so, into our. It's the last segment of the night. It's our favorite hot take. Hot take. And uh, the hot take of the night is. Should we call it a, a cold take? I think we should call it a cold take. A freezing take. Because cold just thinking apparently that. the Winter Olympics are a thing, and they start in two days. That's crazy. You That's know, crazy stuff. A hot take within the hot take. If so there like, wasn't a Super Bowl with all the Olympic ads, people just wouldn't know. N- no idea. They would no idea. crazy. Because the thing is, okay, if you're a hockey fan, you love watching the hockey. Wait, no wait, NHL wait, wait, wait. Players. Who, There are no NHL players. Who, who are hockey fans? Hockey fans are... What, are, what is hockey? Hockey is a sport generally put on ice. Yeah, that, that's five, enough of hockey. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you handled that really well, man. Thank you. I, I try my best. Yeah. You know, I, I put in the work. I, I know you when put no in the work, too. Sees, yeah, ah. That's what it's all about. Um, but, yeah, they're a thing. I'm excited. They're going to be really fun. They just don't get the attention of the Summer Olympics I know, yet. It's a shame. So we wanted to remind people with a little bit of a hot take. Genuinely, curling is awesome. I'm serious. It's so cool. Like, check it out. I mean, it combines all the aspects of our favorite sports. For instance, they have a rock. Basketball is called the rock. Okay, right? Yeah. It's like hockey. You got ice. Right? Yeah. And that's it. Ice is slippery, man. Ice is slippery. But like here's the thing. They they have these like grip shoes and then they're they're um what they're they're sweeping with like the brooms and it and it does something. It's really cool. I, it's really fun to watch yeah. actually. Also like I think also all of these snowboarding, skiing, that stuff is crazy. It's crazy. It's insanely dangerous. 
and, and I, so I think cool. I think we does we owe it to these guys who have worked so hard on becoming the elite world class athletes that they are and give them the attention that they deserve and like, and show off our patriotism. How, yeah, and how, passion. How do you start that? How do you start doing like triple flips? How does that like, just like I, I'm going to do this today. I wouldn't even know how to clip my feet into a snowboard. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but yes, the Winter Olympics are, are back. They're they're going to be fun. You got hockey, you got curling. You got the uh, more extreme sports. You got the the ski jump. And we're really excited. We hope you're excited too. Um, and also, we want to again thank our sponsors. Yeah. Go ahead. Sovi, we're good players, become great professionals. You heard that. Yeah. And Sovi, again, it's just starting off just like us. Yeah. But we're, we're kind of on the same career trajectory as them. Yeah. We're and that's going okay. up. We're, we're carrying each other. Yeah, man. That's what it's all about. 100%. So uh, we'd like to thank you for listening and uh, have a good night. Everyone. This has been the Sock and Shop Pod. And it was awesome. Yeah. Play us out. Oh, yeah.